Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording... We're going to keep this show moving right along. Your next storyteller has kind of been dipping his toes into improv and theater in general, and I'm actually really excited to see him on the stage. Give it up for Jordan Burton! Hello, everyone. How's everybody doing tonight? Woo! I'm feeling very empowered. Beyonce just gave an amazing performance at Coachella. But let's go ahead and get into my story. So I hear the theme, and it's gold. So I'm thinking gold, gold, gold. So I got to take you guys back to when I was 10 years old. I was in the fifth grade. My mom, she just got a 2003 Town & Country Chrysler minivan, and not the regular size, the extended size, girl. So I'm looking at... <laughs> that wasn't a sexual joke. Uh, so it's gold, and I never really had experience seeing a gold car before, so it was nice seeing the way it glistened, you know, in the sun when, you know, it hit the gold paint, and I'm not really big on cars, but I just thought this was the coolest thing ever. I was telling all my friends in the fifth grade, yeah, my mom just got a new minivan, it's so cool. So we're going to come back to this minivan, and we're going to take you back to how my mom got this new minivan. So my parents, they grew up in Staten Island, New York. That's where they met each other. Um, when you grow up in New York, you really don't need your own car because there's good public transportation everywhere. So my mom actually didn't learn how to drive until she was 40. Um, so my dad had two vehicles. The first one was a 2000 Astro Chevrolet. I come from a big family. I have three older brothers. And he had another small green sedan. I can't remember the type of car it was, but it was just when my dad needed to go to work himself or take my mom to work because she was a preschool teacher. She was actually my preschool teacher. It was, yeah, it was really cute, but I really couldn't act up in preschool. But when I got to kindergarten, I was showing out. Um, <laughs> I was talking back and everything. Couldn't wait to get to kindergarten. But... <laughs> So when my mom learned to drive, my dad took over driving the Astro and gave my mom the small green sedan. So about a month after she got the sedan, she was in a car accident. It was kind of like a T-bone situation. Now, she was fine. Um, her and my brother were actually in the car. They had a little bit of whiplash, but they kind of got over it. Now, this other lady, her airbag malfunctioned. And she wasn't wearing a seatbelt. So she flew face first into her steering wheel, and her face had blood just coming all down. It was a mess. So the paramedics got there. She was taken, you know, in the ambulance. Now, the thing is, she's all bloody, but she's actually the one who, like, I think she ran a red light or a stop sign. I don't quite remember 100%, but she caused the accident. But the police officer gets to the scene later, and of course, you know, you see my mom is fine. You see, this other lady's going to the ambulance, so you're kind of sympathizing with the lady who's in the ambulance. So my mom, um, not even asking any witnesses, this police officer, my mom is charged with reckless driving. She has to go to a court date. She has to say what happened. She has to gather witnesses, all, these, all this big stuff. So <coughs> she gets to traffic court. And actually, the witnesses had came forward. They testified on her behalf. Um, the police officer, you know, they heard that the police officer actually wasn't on the scene. So the case was dismissed. And the, the car was actually totaled. So she later got this town and country about three months later. So now we're going to fast forward to when I was 19, 20. I didn't learn how to drive till that last semester where I was coming out of high school. So I went to Granby High School. I graduated in 2010. 
And I did my driver's ed, actually my last semester, at Booker T. Washington High School. And it was an interesting experience, actually. Um, Booker T. Washington was the first time. I was never bullied for being gay until I actually walked into the bathroom of Booker T. Washington High School. And they were like, look at that gay-ass nigga right there. I was like, ooh, girl, let me get up out of the bathroom. <laughs> so I had a driver's ed teacher, and she was a Jamaican lady. And what she would like to do is, let's say I'm driving in the car like this. I'm driving. And she would reach her hand over because she kind of had this issue with cars drifting. But I didn't feel like the car was drifting. So she kept reaching over and saying, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. So, you know, there was actually one time where I was, you know, I always wanted to tell her, girl, you need to stay in your lane and stop touching my steering wheel. (laughs) So, anyways, um, actually, if you go back, I had a private driving instructor, too, at the same time. She was actually very racist, so she was only my teacher for a day. Um, She had us kind of older woman. She was kind of heavyset. The first thing she had me do was drive from my house where she picked me up to McDonald's. And... The um, first we go around and she was like, okay, so LaQuisha is going to be taking an order or whatever. So just be cool. I was like, LaQuisha, okay. So actually the girl at McDonald's got her order wrong. So we had to park. And there was these um, Hispanic men that were working out in the front of the McDonald's. And when we parked, she was like, just park over here by these two Mino speakies. And I was like, okay. So needless to say, I got home and I just told my dad, you need to fire her. We need a new driving instructor. So my uh, Jamaican driving instructor, I actually was so bad at driving. When I got in the car, I didn't know that when you took behind the wheel, you actually needed to know how to drive before getting in the car. So I told her, this is my first time driving, so I need you to kind of, you know, help me, guide me through this. And she kind of gave me the blankest look. So what she did was she made me uh, do two sessions at the same time that whole week. I had to drive in the morning. I also had to drive in the afternoon. So I had to actually pass my driver's test two times before she would even release my license to me. And then I was trying to get my license. She was kind of reluctant. She told my mom, um, well, you know, he doesn't really have a lot of experience driving. But the rule was, since I was over the age of 18, I was just supposed to get my paper license. So I was, I was able to get it. And she also gave me a C in driver's ed, but at that point it didn't matter because I already graduated high school and paid my deposit for ODU. Uh, um, so... I thought that my parents were going to give me this gold van because by that time, my mom had a new car. You know, the car is like seven, eight years old. But so they kind of tested me out with it for the week. And about my third day driving, I was going to Popeye's Chicken and I made a sharp turn and I popped the front tire. And so needless to say, they were like, "Mm, maybe you're not, you know, quite at that level to have your own car yet. So I took the bus all through college. So we are now going to fast forward because I am a high school teacher, actually. I actually work at Maury High School down the street right here. (laughs) So I got my degree in STEM education. I've been a technology teacher there for four years. I like what I do. So I need to explain the situation which I was hired under. There was a teacher, and in February, she just kind of quit going to work. She stopped showing up. And, you know, I graduated in December, so I was like, woo, I'm going to get a real job. I'm going to get real money, all this good stuff. So my first question should have been, what the hell made this lady quit in the middle of school year in February? (laughs) I quickly found out. (laughs) Oh, 
Okay, because, you know, I'm bringing my gay ass up in that classroom, and the kids just unruly. It was um, that whole March to June was a struggle. Like, kids cursing at me. Like, I'm, you know, I'm getting up in the kids' faces. I'm screaming. One kid actually, like, walked out and said, you lucky I don't come back in there. I went after him and said, come back in and do what? So it was... <laughs> So it was that them first three months was a struggle. But that first month, I actually had to take the bus to and from work because I didn't have a car yet. And, you know, it was kind of like unreliable transportation. I really had to be at my job. So my dad, one day, he gives me the keys and says, have a good day at work. So this gold van now belongs to me. And now you're about to see where I was kind of like my mom because about three weeks later, there was a wine festival. And I only really took the car to point A to point B. So I am now driving to this wine festival, going to pick up one of my friends. I'm actually going down Military Highway. Now, I have to turn on the Longdale Drive. You know, I you know, got the windows down. It's a nice day. I'm blasting my fifth harmony out of the window. I'm living. I love, I'm loving everything I'm doing. Make a sharp turn, and it skirts, boom, into a telephone pole. Car is, the front of the car, car is ruined. Car is totaled. I'm sitting there in shock because, you know, that was the first time I ever messed something up so badly. So I'm sitting there in shock. People are coming. People are, you know, they're stopping. They're trying to see what's going on. Somebody actually opened the door and, you know, had me get out. So I'm walking. I hit the edge of the stage. Sitting down like this, just kind of in shock, like not saying anything. People are asking me my name. The only thing I could really get out was I looked over and I'm just like, I'm going to get to work. So then the people leave and the paramedics kind of get there and the paramedics, they take my um, vitals, you know, they're kind of seeing that I'm okay. And what brings me out of shock is they ask me, sir, do you want to get in the ambulance? You know, we'll take you to the hospital, make sure you're all right. And I was just like, I don't have health insurance. I can't get in that ambulance right now. It doesn't kick in yet. So that actually brought me out of shock. So then I have to sign these papers telling the paramedics to leave. And, well, that I didn't want to get in the ambulance, not telling him to leave. So then the police officer gets there, and he asks me, sir, do you have the registration to this vehicle? And I didn't know where the registration was. This car was a gift. I wasn't really thinking about that. So I'm telling him, I'm like, I don't know where it is, but I can call my dad really quick, and he can come over. He works 20 minutes away. And this police, his demeanor just changes. So, like, imagine this tall, six-foot-five, muscular man looking down at you, and he was just like, you are a grown-ass man. And you don't have your, you know, registration, and I have other things that I can't be doing. And so he pulls out a ticket pad, and he starts writing. So he was like, you know, what's going to happen? You're going to have a court date, and it's going to be for reckless driving. And he was like, and damage to city property. So he says that. I look over, and the telephone pole is still upright, with my car still kind of in the middle. It's jacked up. So I'm like, how is this, you know, this is, this is my heart's beating. I go back in the shop. He's saying, like, you can pay a fine. Um, the worst case scenario was you can pay a fine up to $1,500, and it's punishable by up to a year in jail. And I just start kind of freaking out. So anyways, this is on Saturday, and I was able to get it together. I go back to work on Monday. But, oh, also my glasses broke in this car accident, so it was just a mess. So I'm trying to teach on Monday. Glasses off. I'm squinting. 
And so I have to kind of sit by the board. And my kids are like, where are your glasses? And I explain the situation about the car accident, and all of them just start laughing. And then one from the back says, damn, you couldn't have died in that car accident? It was so sad, and I was upset. (laughs) But we are going to now fast forward to my court date. So I've never been to traffic court before. There are about five or six people that are, that are going up in front of me. And what's happening is the, the, the judge that was up front, he was literally sending everybody to jail for 90 days. So I shit my pants. Because all I have in my hands are two photos from CVS that shows that the pole is okay and that my car wasn't. And, you know, the police officers got on the scene. I don't really have any witnesses because there was nobody on the road. So I was just really scared. And so luckily my dad came with me and he calmed me down. And then, um, so I get there and the judge actually says, well, his whole demeanor changed when my dad stepped in for me and told me that, well, the police officer wasn't there. So there's no way that you were found guilty of reckless driving. And so that was actually a relief. So if we get to it, the parallels, um, I started realizing at that point that maybe I'm just like my mom, you know, we both got the car, we both learned how to drive at an older age, we both got our dad's cars, we wrecked them, and then, so shortly after that gold town and country car was crashed, I actually got my current blue Nissan Versa, and so we are going to see the fate of that car in about another five to eight years. (laughs) That was my time, thank you. If you'd like to tell a story like this one, or just enjoy the show, visit tellmemorelive.org. That's tellmemorelive.org, where you'll find a list of upcoming shows, plenty of ways to pitch your story, and our podcast featuring storytellers from previous shows. Until next time, thanks for listening to Tell Me More Live.